In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. gentlemen well well welcome back to the true life i'm sorry welcome back to the mahalo stars podcast we're broadcasting on the mahalo stars network and i have with me today a guest that i have been trying to get on the podcast for a while we finally made it happen we're gonna be doing a series the one and only the ceo the founder of awake ventures amit rothorn a visionary entrepreneur and investor navigating the ever-evolving landscape of digital economy with a fervent belief in the transformative power of technology. Amit champions the idea that software is not just consuming industries, but birthing a future where decentralization, community, and global market networks thrive. As a lisper, he intricately understands how to beat the averages, embracing the enigmatic beauty of knowing nothing for those truly in the know. Amit, thanks for being here today, my friend. How are you? I'm very good, and I had no idea you are going to leave that out. <laughs> Surprise! I got you there. Um, look, I know your time's a little bit limited today, but uh, I want to just give people a little bit of background on who you were before you became who you are today. Like there was a there's a bit of a journey involved into understanding the uh, you know the um, at- attribution problem and stuff like that. So maybe give people a quick background on on how you became the the uh, Awake Ventures and and how that came to be. Yeah, that's a long journey, I guess. But uh, I've started. I started coding when I was not coding, but I found my first computer when I was seven, which was kind of early for me because I was in India in 1987. Didn't have any then, um, so it was just this really fortunate thing, you know, that happened. Uh, thanks to my dad, who was working for the government at the time and all that. So um, I had a computer in my room. It's crazy, you know, like there. So from there to uh, just getting into you know all types of uh, tech to uh, wanting to you know come to the mecca which is silicon valley right where everything happens i grew up in bangalore right in india and you know th- all of that happened i guess I, as i sort of continued to push through that and 
Uh, first, I moved uh, to Chicago with a consulting firm, a very boutique uh, software consulting, uh, management consulting firm, uh, which was quite small at the time. So got to really learn and grow for a number of years, flying Monday to Thursday, you know, across different uh, uh, cities in the US and industries, trading firms, um, you know, hospitality companies, um, and you know, all types of enterprises and corporate you know, workings were uh, kind of, uh, you know, needed to be understood so we can, you know, manage their software systems and all that stuff. And so that, you know, gave me a lot of insight into things. Now that I look back and I'm telling you, I'm seeing it, right? But right. I didn't see it until I just said it, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so continued from there to, I was at Google very briefly before I ended up starting my first thing here in the Valley. This was 2000 and uh, what is it now? Uh, seven, eight, like that. And uh, yeah, from there, in, you know, did a bunch of uh, tech stuff, a lot of uh, platform companies that increase conversion uh, for other people. Uh, so we were powering, our tech was being used at companies like uh, uh, eBay, Groupon, Staples, you know, big uh, names, except Amazon, pretty much a lot of them. And, you know, from there to uh, think, you know, we sold that company to Staples in like 10 years ago. And uh, I thought they would be able to do great things together. We, we, I thought we could. I learned really, really closely how misalignment of people and mm. companies creates, you know, all the problems you see in big companies, right? And so um, <clears throat> from there to a couple more things, a couple more large companies, large scale platform companies, um, and a lot of smaller investments and things. Uh, to kind of really learn how you can make money as an entrepreneur and lose it as an angel mainly that was the main uh, learnings um and um, you know continue to build new things and be excited by tech and by entrepreneurship and you know uh, all of that uh, with a whole bunch of other things happening along the way which had to do with uh, people call it awakening i mm -hmm. also call it that i guess it's called awake we see uh, but uh, for me, it's a very specific thing because what happened to me, I can express and I call it awake because of specific meaning to that word that I have. Uh, but it's really at this point a venture studio that's looking to build out uh, a way to create income for, uh, I don't say jobs, although it says jobs on my thing. It, it's really just a way to create income for, let's say, 100 million people. Uh, within the next two, three, four, five years, because we desperately are going to need that. People are saying it might be 500 million people or a billion people. Um, I think it's probably everybody could use a little bit extra, right, on the side. Yep. So this is really just allowing uh, through, let's call it 10 million entrepreneurs that I want to reach, enabling them to build, you know, really uh, simply build, quickly build, uh, rapidly build and deploy, uh, you know, full internet platform companies that are fully powered by the latest in AI and the latest in FinTech and the latest in absolutely everything you could imagine from a technology standpoint. But to me, the best technology is the one you can't see, yep. right? Uh, which doesn't say it's technology because it's so seamless, right? So Awake wants to create and is creating a world where you and I can sit here. Today, it's a little bit you know, we're still building the, sure. the flux capacitor of it, you know? Yep. 
Yeah. But uh, so you can see the flux capacitor, but once the flux capacitor is built, you can't see it anymore because in operation, you can't see it, you know? I it's do. only when you're building it that you can see it because once it's running, it's gets, it gets a life of its own. Then you can only see the fruits. You can't see the seed of the tree, right? But you can enjoy the, the fruits. So uh, that's what we're doing here. We're building that, you know, interconnected, interdimensional engine that already exists. It's called the internet, but it doesn't actually connect everybody right. because every company and platform on the internet actually disconnects you from everybody else because it's a layer in the middle, right? Like Facebook is a platform in a kingdom of its own and every big company is and small company too, same thing, right? It's a, like a network of internetworking is what it's internet stands for, internetwork. So every network is its own little walled garden. So we've built something entirely different from the perspective of, you know, the internetworking protocol and how everyone connects directly to each other with or without the internet, right? Directly, right. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Right? And an invisible internet, a magical invisible internet that made it so that when we did this, we capture, both, both of us capture the value of this. And then maybe we broadcast it on YouTube or wherever. Maybe we keep it private in our own knowledge banks, right? But this shared knowledge and shared consciousness is for everybody. Yep. And so you plug in your wallet and all the wallet does is it, you know, is part of uh, what you're doing there because you're capturing the value, which is what I mean by stored value is in a wallet. And when you want to redeem that value, you exchange it for things like money or goods and services and things like that, you know? So that's the underlying principle. And on this is complete automation and empowerment of the human element, which is the only part that you can't automate. Yeah. You know, in, in um, you've written a couple books and in the current book you're writing, which I, everyone should check out beyond the clouds. I think it has some really fascinating ideas in there. And, you know, as I was working my way through a few different chapters, you know, you, you talk a little bit about, um, how we can challenge the existing norms of online advertising, move away from this prepaid ad model. And, and like, I know that's a pretty big question to think about when you've already kind of touched upon the walled <laughs> gardens or the platforms in which you know, these giant mega lists are just extracting the revenue and the value from all the people actually doing the work. Not all the people, but a lot of people doing the work. Maybe you could explain to some of the people what the uh, attrition problem is and, and how awake goes about trying to to solve that problem or not trying to but actually doing it yeah so you see there's a joke in marketing that is uh it said it says i think it goes like uh you know 50 percent of marketing works you know the problem is you don't know which 50 percent <laughs> yeah right and i i like to say that you know on the internet the problem is that you know it's not that marketing doesn't work. It's like 1% of it works. You just don't know which 1%, you know? And what I mean by that is, does an ad work? I don't know, right? Does it, do you see a billboard and uh, do you somehow buy something? I don't know, right? How do I, as a business, you know, create ads or how do I create content that knows that, I mean, that I know that is working or not working, right? Like, how do I know that? 
right? Should I just keep doing what's not working and hope it works tomorrow? Or should I keep changing it and testing it? And so what is it that I'm testing then, right? I'm testing conversion, which means that I want to know if the message converted you from some, some possible buyer or, you know, whatever friend and everything else to, to a buyer. Otherwise, business is not meaningful. The word business means there's a customer. So if you became a customer, then I can say that my message worked. So therefore, I have to track, you know, what is causing you to convert. So when an order comes in, I see, hey, George bought something. And, you know, I want to know now why did he buy it? And should I tell him more people more of the same type of thing or should I something? So now we track, you know, where did what you can track today. So I have a Shopify store and, you know, you've got your short store running digital commerce. You see, you know, oh, George came from a Facebook click or George came from whatever, you know? But do you ever buy something the first time you see it? Like it's a no. new brand, let's say it's a beautiful wine, a winery that I launch or whatever. Do you, do you buy the wine bottle the first time you see it? No. Probably not. You need social proof. You see it again and again. And it's not just advertising push. Okay, advertising is I'm paying for ads as a brand. It's like, you know, that's the inefficiency. But let's say that People were sharing and I was sharing and I'm writing and, you know, everyone's, you can see it. People are, you see it first time. Oh, that's interesting. You know, uh, Sally shared this thing on her feed and she went there to school. You may not even, you know, maybe you click, you go to the thing. You're like, that's what a nice website. And then maybe a week later, you see it again. Somebody else has posted on TikTok about it. Right. And maybe you do click on it and then you, maybe you go there, maybe you don't. Uh, and then the third time, maybe you see someone else. And so on, right? And finally, suddenly, you're like, well, this is cool. I might, you know, buy it. So the fact is, if this was paid dollars pushing those clicks, multiple clicks actually drove the sale. But every time the click is spent, you have no idea what happens next. All you know is that that last thing happened and this click converted. And I have no idea that George was actually talking to three other people before that on these three different platforms, talking as in, you know, following say a follower or a friend or whatever and then you know finally coming through and making a purchase so i only know the last thing why because these things that are happening on facebook and everywhere else they don't share that with me right all i can see is that thing where somebody bought and then i can you know find out that they came from here meaning that that's called last click attribution attributing the sale to the last click from where the buyer came because you can either do first click, maybe, right? Yep. Where, uh, if at all, you know what uh, you're doing. Uh, but last click is all that generally people know. They can try yeah, attribution-wise. Um, but that's not a fact, right? Like, that's just because you can only see this little spot of, like, the parking lot. You know, you search there, even though you lost the keys on that other side. Because this is where the straight lamp is. Right. Right? Like... You can't see where else it's happening, so you track where you can see. So you're operating in blindness, basically. It's a dark web, the internet. So that's the problem. The fact of you cannot correctly attribute the sale to the multiple hops that it takes for, because sales is a contact sport. People are working together. Multiple salespeople talk to you in a fancy place. You may not buy it the first time in a suit shop or whatever you go for fitting then you may buy it in the mall in the second or third time multiple people drove the sale but only the last person is credited right and so what happens when you have this model 
is that these people are and everybody is pushing the sale because hey i have no other way to make money i'm talking about when you have uh, post paid not ads ads are anyway don't convert 99 of the time so but all the ads are really trying to do is to buy, get you to buy because you know either it's a one shot you either you fire and you you've lost the money you've lost the sale you've got you've got no money now there's no way to capture the value you created with half a half the sale you know yeah but that's the 99% of the world only 1% is the sale 99 clicks are happening 1% uh, i mean 99 clicks happen don't no sale one percent one click one sale or two whatever 98% what about the 98% of people that are also engaged in that you know community and you can't track them that's the attribution problem right I got 99 clicks, but a sale ain't one. <laughs> if you're lucky. Right, because, right. Because of the tracking of that one right. click and sale is through cookies, third-party cookies. Right. And other, you know, weird ways of, uh, you know, nefariously essentially tracking you in some way because, you know, it's not first party. Right. right? That's why it's third party, right, or second party. It's not first party. As in you, the person who might be credited, is not directly being is talking to the uh, to the to the principal on the other side is some third party tools on yep. the internet you use this tool to track it or that tool to track it you know it's not like the people are directly working together it's this underlying mesh of like plumbing that's used to do these things right yeah so it's like if that doesn't work right you may not even get paid right cookies absolutely for example absolutely right so so these are the problems of the internet and the internet was meant to create prosperity and you know global yep. you know all those things economy and all that so then what happened so that's the thing we want to solve and have solved because what's missing is a way for everyone to participate in that economy and not just because you don't know you know you get extracted from it's like you know it's like being a chump you know yeah yeah so using the shop type platform, like how, how does, how do you fix that? Like you, you have built a system that is, is able to track that or how, how can your mom use the shop type platform and get paid for it? Like someone so like our mom, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you've got, everyone's mom's got WhatsApp groups, right? Yes. <laughs> <They're constantly, laughs> you know, so you've got all these family groups, you've got all these like, friend groups, you got the apartment, look at, you know, neighborhood or all these different groups, right? Right. I mean, I'm talking WhatsApp, but you can say Substack, you could say LinkedIn, you could say TikTok, you can say Instagram, you can say right. Facebook, you can say, you know, any media network, everyone who's got an audience, right? Um, is always sharing audience for what? Either you say something with a, you know, quick text or whatever, or longer posts, or you publish it and then you, you know, see there your followers. This is what it's content, right? So everyone's sharing that content. And eventually, you know, someone they presumably, you know, buys something on the internet, right? So there's sharing going on on the internet and there's purchases going on on the internet, right? Yeah. And where you buy something, right? Those people or whoever makes the purchase happen, that's the, uh, you know, that's the attribution I was talking about, right? So it's in their interest to find out who are the people who have this buyer buy? Whose interest is it in, you know? 
who is the first party whose interest it is in to solve this problem? So it's not some abstract thing. It is specifically the one who wants to make more sales happen. Because if I as a brand want to make more sales happen for me, then I would be, it's in my best interest to what? Incentivize my sales force in a fair way. Yeah. And to absolutely open the floodgates by saying, listen, no one needs to close the sale. Don't push anyone to buy because to today's model, if you don't close the sale, you don't get paid. So all you're doing is buy, 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 and you're pushing, pissing everybody off, selling my brand. In fact, guess what? I don't even want to work with affiliate marketers for that reason, because they're going to, you know, try to shove my brand down everybody's throat, even though it's a well-known luxury brand, let's say that nobody buys in the first time they see it. Frankly, I, they don't need to be pushed. They are ready to buy. You just have to continuously expose it. But if you do that, you don't get paid when they don't buy. So you wouldn't do that. You're going to try to push them. I don't want that. So I'm going to say, listen, nobody do that. No selling. Hashtag no selling. Why? Because I don't want you to sell. I only want you to do top of the funnel and mid funnel, which is the 99% of clicks. The one click happens. Don't worry about it. Because when that happens, we automatically track all the people in the chain because of whom George bought, whether it was on TikTok or wherever. And we'll pay them out of, let's say, retail dollars and distribution dollars. We'll pay them, let's say, out of 30% or more retail value. We'll split amongst, say, three people or four people. So my mom, what do I tell her? I said, yeah. what? Just share. Continue to do what you're doing. Here's your wallet. Buy me something nice for Christmas. You know, <laughs> what else do I tell her, right? She's not going to understand anything I said. Right. So I say, listen, just use this to share things. <laughs> right? That's yeah. it. That's all. So it's in her best interest to share stuff from a place where she gets compensated correctly. So everybody's self-interest is into, you know, capture the value that they've created and from the network that they have brought in, right? Yeah. So this automatically captures and monetizes that for everyone. And it's a network of network of networks, meaning it's a fractal. It's a crystal, crystalline structure. It's a graph of graphs, all of us interconnected, which it already is interconnected. You can say through the internet, uh, but even otherwise, we're interconnected, right? So this is simply a reflection of that interconnection into a digital ledger that then extends it with AI and with all the other tools which, you know, people may need to build internet companies. I think it's it's also important to note, like my mom or your mom may have a, you know, a special reason why you should buy this table. If it's perfectly in the corner and little Johnny is going to bump his head on, you know, moms have incredible insights that sell tables that they may not even know of. They could be influencing another mom in a different part of the country, but you and I, my mom, your mom, my little cousin, they are the real salespeople out there. And how many people right now could use a little bit of extra income for doing the exact same thing they're already doing and they like doing? Like, I think that that is where the real game changing can happen. Like people are already doing this. It's just that all the values being captured up top and it's not being distributed to the people that are doing all the work on some level. That is a real game changer. I mean, like 
That's that's the ability to bring 10,000 jobs to a community. That's the way to shorten supply chains in a way. And it's a way to fundamentally get us back to the internet instead of the platforms, man. I, it's mind blowing to me. It, it brings people back together in a way yes. to co-create and become financially independent you know, by themselves. I mean, it's a yep. self-starting, self-sustaining, regenerative platform that anyone can spin up. It's free to use. And it's not that I have no interest. It is also that we all win, yep. right? We, we, it's, you know, everybody wins. This is what the internet was designed to do. Right. And as long as I, pro because I know that, you know, everyone's going to copy this down the line, right? It's not like there's going to be one TikTok only. There's like 25 of them, right? There's like right. There's Twitter and TikTok and like Snapchat and so just like there's a few you know, commerce platforms and blockchains, we're also going to be a very, very big internet infrastructure company. I have no desire to you know, take on anybody, right. but I do want to create these 100 million income streams for people because that's my interest. That's my interest. And the way I do that is by just like if somebody's sale, I mean, interest is to sell the sales, uh, why in the portal they should incentivize their sales was probably, we know that the jobs, 100 million jobs will come through entrepreneurs like you and me right and so yep. you know we have to uh you know come and do this together and so you know we give away all the tech and we give away from ourselves we're working with everybody and we all win together simply because if we don't all win together in the next i would say one or two three four years we're in an extremely ridiculously dark place from the idea that ai should somehow eliminate human beings from uh, you know, having to do so-called labor uh, without thought to how we're going to so-called having to make a living is not just you cannot live without making a living. How is that, a, you know, not a fallacy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you had brought up a, another point when I was reading through the book and listening to some of your lectures is, you know, why is the Mona Lisa worth so much money? You know, in today's world, we have like everyone values. Hey, look at AI. Look at this computer. It's so great. But what about the human component, right? Maybe you can address that a little bit about, you know, do we? Need, what is it? Do we need to rediscover the 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 fundamental value of what it means to be human? <laughs> I mean, it's a simple uh, test for that. Is you know, do you value human beings? Do you value people as people? Like, do we value everybody equally? Do we say, no, it depends, you know? So if you say it depends on something, then the answer is that you really don't value that a human being, you really, you value those qualities about human beings or anyone that shows those qualities or an AI that shows those qualities are equally what you'll be looking for. Because being human is a by itself a thing. It has no qualifications. So if you value people, you can you cannot have any qualifications. You know, it just by default is everybody. There is absolutely nobody that it leads leads out. You know, so that's how I see uh, the the whole thing. I mean, we have to create uh, for the human side of this. If you, I value myself, right? We all value ourselves. For what reason? Do I have some great redeeming qualities? You know, what if a better AI shows up? Do I, you know, now say to myself, I'm, I should be fucked now? You know, I don't say that, but I say it about other people. If I say that my AI will replace them, who cares, right? It's not my problem. That's what entrepreneurs and capitalists and people do, which is to say that they don't value human beings. They only value themselves. 
right? So yes, I do value human beings because I'm a human being. Hmm. Either you're a human being that values human beings or you're not a human being that values human beings, which makes you inhuman. So yes, you must discover what it is to be human and you must discover what humanity means. It means humanity is an abstract form of human, which is everybody, humanity, all of it, not a human or that human or which are selfish type of thing. Yeah, I think we could, I don't know if we have time to really get into too much of like, maybe you could give a quick brush stroke on effective humanism. I know we only have like 10 minutes, but maybe effective we could... humanism. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is just what I said, really, right. which is this crazy debate in the Silicon Valley. You might have read recently about the open AI, you know, debacle, et cetera, et cetera, right? There was this yeah. whole thing. And you might have read about effective altruism, which is this whole, you know, approach to investments, ESG and, mm -hmm. you know, all those things, you know, SDG and all that stuff, which I think is great. I think is very important to at least have some track of, you know, what matters, right? It's absurd to say it'll just happen on its own. What happens is what you measure, right? That's a fact. Otherwise, it happens without you measuring it, right? yep. which is not optimized. Right. So, um, I mean, that's that. And then they come along to this, uh, uh, you know, this whole uh, debacle where they kind of, whatever happened, I don't even want to get into it, I don't even know. But the, then it became all about, oh, that's not the way it should be, you know, unfettered, uh, you know, techno capital. That's what uh, it's called, you know, which is the, I mean, I'm a big fan of all the people I'll name now because you can see it on my, uh, on a week, which is thing. I'm inspired by everybody, but yeah, you know, it's pushed by Elon, I think not Elon Musk, but like Andreessen and these people out there, right? Or even Elon, I think sure. uh, about this whole effective acceleration thing, which is, you know, machines will figure this out and all that. AI will figure this out by itself. I mean, techno technological progress will figure itself out, you know? And I mean, if you ask again, do you need to rediscover humanity, a human, 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 yourself as a human? What is not human, right? What is not human is the part that is, you know, uh, inert matter, not real, right? Like not, uh, not a conscious part, like rock or like, you know, inorganic matter, like, like matter, matter is considered inert, you know? So something artificial is not human, right? Obviously, right? Like it's a it's a thing. Somebody made it, yeah. right? So, um, I mean, AI is a thing. It's not human. It's it's inhuman. It's not human, right? So, yeah, I don't want to have something that's not human figure out humanity, right? I'd like humanity to figure out humanity. You know, and so. I just say, look, forget about all these words, like that's going to figure it out and that's <laughs> going to happen. And like, you know, all these things will happen because of this philosophy and that philosophy. I'm like, like, what is effective humanism is just humanism and really is just to figure out what human means. And that's about it. You stay in the definition of the word. If you love words, right, it means that which is human. Everything else is inhuman, right? So don't rely on inhuman objects and things and stuff, processes and you know bureaucracies and constructs to to uh, imagine that we're gonna that'll solve it. That's the problem, actually. 
This is the problem. So effective humanism is simply a return to basics that everybody needs to eat, everybody needs to live, you know? These are basic things. I mean, what? yeah, you have to rediscover that food is the most important thing. You have to rediscover that, you know, disease is not a good thing. You have to discover that, you know, hunger is not good. I mean, what? What else? I mean, you can call it rediscovery, maybe. Right? But what is it? It's just going back to yourself, your true nature as a human being. First principles. It's interesting how we find ourselves on this on the cyclical model, you know, it, they say it doesn't, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes and it is interesting when here we are in this world of abundance and so many people are starving. We're in this world of abundance and so many people are suffering. You know, it's, I'm hopeful that, that technologies, that companies like Awake VC, Shop Type Mahalo Star, that everybody is on the cusp of becoming their own brand and finding their own network and figuring out a way to have a win-win relationship with each other. There's no reason why we can't have that. And I think you're going to be a big part of it, man. I'm looking forward to the continuation of our series and getting to know the book better, getting to know you better, and getting to know the outreach that you're doing not only with Mahalo Star, but you know, uh, the different, the different groups out there, the multiple ventures that you're already involved in, how other people can reach out to you and get involved. And I know you, you told me before that you're coming up, you only have a little bit of time today. So I'm just going to give you the last five minutes here to, to maybe talk a little bit more, clean up anything you need to clean up and tell people where they can find you. And if they're interested in, in this quick little blurb that we had today, how they can reach out to you. Um, I guess they could, uh, you, you know, reach out to you. Yes, of right? course. Through, of uh, through Mahalo Star and through uh, Awake.vc. And, um, you know, I can be found on LinkedIn. And um, I think, you know, you'll find a lot of, uh, slowly a lot of people are getting involved and they, we call them Awake Venture Partners because everyone's a partner and everyone's uh, building their own ventures now, right? With each yeah. other. I mean, yeah. together people are building because that's the easiest way to build, right? Like with each other's help and everything else and um, paying it forward, right? That's what it is, this whole you know, thing. So uh, happy to do that all day long. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> we build uh, you know, platform companies. Like I say to people, hey, you know, I, I, I can only give you what I have, right? To give you, right. right? And I have a platform to give you. You can have a platform for yourself, for your internet businesses and your future of yourself, your growth, your place on, in the world, right? And your to create some wealth for, for yourself and for your family and for your network and your community, right? Um, that's what I can give you. It's a tool. I can I make these tools, you know, like other people make other things. And there are some beautiful artists who make art and, you know, woodworkers that make amazing, you know, wardrobes. I make these these tools, these platform tools that everybody can use on the internet. And they are for communities. If you have a community or you want to launch a community, you can quickly use this to uh, build a sustainable, uh, authentic uh, brand because a brand is a community that believes in it and shares it because they love it for its own sake and for what it stands for and what it means, not because they're getting paid for it. You know, And the best person to uh, promote your products is your customer because they saw the value of what you uh, have and they paid you money for it, knowing fully well that they're paying more than what it costs you to make. 
right? Yeah. So when you say to that, hey, you know, we love you so much that we'd love for you to be a part of our, uh, you know, family. We're happy to give you 20, 30 percent, 40 percent. And here's the thing. I don't want you to sell because you're not you're a customer. You know, we value you as a customer. Right. We don't want you to be an affiliate. We want you to be a member of our community. And whenever you right. do share and if something ever happens, you can make up to 30, 40. I don't say that that's how you make a living. But thank you very much for being a part of the family. Now you're part of the real family and whatever else happens, happens. If you do invite lots of people, then you make 5% over there magically on the ledger. You don't have to do anything. You're just telling people like you're ordinary, you're telling people you're buying from us already. <laughs> I mean, you're giving us your money. So, I mean, we're just sharing some of it back. We're saying this is how it works behind the scenes. Everyone in our employee network, in our founder network, in our shareholder network, in our well-wisher network, friends network, they all have an account with us, you know, brand.com, mahalastar.com. And you also should have one. You do actually, you're a customer. And when you share anything from the website, all we have a lot of our articles there, communities there, artists are there, people, we're inviting everyone to join and share and create. And everybody gets 20, 30, 40% of any profits, any you know commissions, retail from the sale that happens. But you, know, you don't even know who buys what, right? Yeah. You have no idea. So that's why I say don't sell because you don't know what you people want. But you yeah. see what you want. Just share what you like. I mean, not even products, just articles, right. you know, invite right. people to join us because it's such a cool place. Mahalo star. Become a Mahalo star. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said about a, a fair share network and there's something to be said about a win-win situation. And most of all, I think there's something to be said about the future of currency is relationships. And I know we're coming up on the 1155s. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just the first series. We're just going to start, we're going to start really getting into the idea of what's coming and what's being built and how everybody can benefit from it and be part of a community, a family that works together, that builds together an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial network where people can earn what they what they what they are by by doing what they're already doing so that's all we got for today ladies and gentlemen come check out me if you're interested mahalo star check out ahmed over at awake vc there's a lot more to come and that's all we got for today in this particular episode I hope everybody has a beautiful day aloha thank you all right aloha everyone Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true, but you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, 
a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.